0: Strange things are afoot at the circle K. My latest experiment this is a big one the one i've been
1: waiting for all my life we have such sights to show you and we're here we are back with another episode of bill and claire's excellent adventures or who i'm supposed to call daddy
0: <laughs> yes i do very Today? much strongly prefer to be called dad by you or daddy
1: Especially because I'm his daughter, so that would right. be weird if I'm calling you Bill.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> and so anyways, um, today... But I just...
0: I, I'm going to go ahead and just interrupt for one second. I'm going to let you carry on with the introduction of the podcast in a second, but this is a point of hot contention. Claire really wants to use Bill or Billy in the podcast, and I personally do not want to go in for it. So I've, I've set the rule that she has to call... Refer to me as dad or daddy, as she does in every other day of her existence. Um, and then she can use my first name uh, in the introduction of the podcast, but once not after that. Once. Once was the deal. See? She says once or twice, like we didn't just negotiate for 10 minutes down to once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, today...
0: All right. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Anyways, today we're going to be uh, watching Inner Space. Um, it's about... It's about a store. It's about a hapless store clerk. Hapless means sort of like happy. No hap, Like he's not happy.
0: I sort think of. hapless means like uh, actually overworked. I, no, definitely not overworked. What is the exact definition of hapless? Watch this.
1: He's searching it up on Google. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: especially of a person unfortunate. So, if you're one of the men, many hapless car buyers who've been shafted. Oh, that's a really good example sentence. Jeez. Okay. But yeah, so it means an unfortunate person. All right. So, a hapless store clerk.
1: Must foil criminals to save the life of the man who made a trust in a secret experiment was actually injected into him. The name is on... Um, isn't... So the director is Joe Dante. The writers are Chip Proser, the story, Jeffrey Boehm, screenplay, and then...
0: Do you know... Um, I'm just curious. Do you know the difference between when they're credited for story versus screenplay? Do you understand what that means?
1: Yeah. Um, Chip Proser, or uh-huh. Proser, um, created this... Wrote the script for the story, and then Jeffrey Boehm sort of wrote how he wanted them to do it in the screenplay
0: so a story is like the idea of the events that happened so like the story idea would be like okay so there's going to be a miniaturization experiment it's going to go wrong it'll wind up in a guy the guy will be a store clerk
1: but all these things be will be happen
0: rabbit right a screenplay is the guy who or the person who hears the idea
1: and turns it into a big story and
0: turns it into a script where you have um characters name the line that they say characters name the line that they say the exact words that they say sort
1: of like my sort of like how um in the script that we did um for metal for meas um
0: (laughs) For your schools,
1: Code Code to the Future program. I was picked to do like one of those like introduction things where all Mm -hmm. the parents come and the teachers and all that. And I was picked to do it, and um, I got a script. It sort of looks like that. It sort of looks like one of those movie scripts. So like it'll say your it'll say your name, Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times it'll the person will ask you to highlight your parts Mm -hmm. so you don't accidentally. Rehearse someone else's parts. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an important part.
1: um, Can you go back to the other page so I can name the stars? Oh, yeah, right. And the stars are Dennis Quaid, Martin Short, and Meg Ryan.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, you are very familiar with Martin Short. Well, very familiar is wrong, but you're at least familiar because we learned in the Blade episode when talking about Deacon Frost (laughs) that you enjoyed Jack Frost's performance in the Santa Claus three and Jack Frost in that movie is played by Martin short. Um, and I think we're man. talking before and maybe that's the only movie that you've seen Martin short in.
1: Um, is the man is the clerk who played, who's played by Martin short. Cause he sort of sounds like Jack Frost.
0: Yeah. That's Martin short. Yeah.
1: And, um, I'm guessing Dennis Quaid is the boy is the man inside of him. Mm hmm. And then um, Meg Ryan is his girlfriend.
0: Uh, I think so. Uh, definitely somebody... Yeah, I think Meg Ryan is Dennis Quaid's girlfriend in the movie. She, boy, she wasn't in the trailer, was she? Do you she remember was. seeing her?
1: Yeah, she was the girl with the black hair that he kissed right before getting into that thing.
0: You're right. Uh, good memory. Good recall. Excellent. Excellent. All right, so you've but seen the trailer. It was
1: like 10 minutes ago, so
0: was like 10 minutes ago. That was a long time ago. Um, you've seen the trailer. Uh, oh, uh, Joe Dante is the guy who directed this movie. And do you remember the movie where uh, the toys come to life and there are two opposing armies of toys? Like one is the soldier toys and the other is like an army. Toy Story? No, not Toy Story. Although oh, Toy Story is a good movie. No, Small Soldiers is the one that I'm thinking of. Um, I was watching it one day. And you came out and sat and watched it. Yeah. So the guy who directed that movie is also Joe Dante. So this is not your first Joe Dante movie either. Um, Yeah.
1: Oh, and the writer's... I don't know if this is important for it, but I, I guess it might be important because it is a Joe Dante movie. Mm-hmm. So the risers are Gavin Scott and Adam Rifkin, mm-hmm. and the stars are Kristen Dunst, Gregory Smith, and David Cross. I'm betting David Cross is the bad toy soldier that you see right there, <laughs> and then Gregory Smith is the good toy soldier, and then Kristen Dunst is the one who broke them No, I think Tommy Lee to Jones is the
0: bad is the the soldier guy in this and david cross is the kind of weasley inventor of the technology i think uh who is
1: looks, looks that commercial looks so weird where is the... Yeah, All right, we're off
0: track. Uh, we're talking about Small Soldier. We're meant to be talking about interspace Space. So you watched the Wait. trailer for interspace Space. What do you think of what you saw so far? And are you excited to watch the movie?
1: I am excited to watch the movie. But just talking about that, talking about the um, about the Small Soldiers makes me want to watch that for the podcast next week.
0: Well, uh, Small Soldiers is a good choice, but you've seen Small Soldiers. and I
1: don't really remember. I was like seven. I would say. And I only got to see like the like the last 30 minutes of it.
0: Hmm. Well, you make a convincing case. There are a lot of good Joe Dante movies that we should watch. Um, We're yeah. getting
1: more off track.
0: Yeah, we are. So <laughs> what did you think of the Space trailer? Are you excited to watch it?
1: Yeah. I thought it. I really don't want it. I really hope that it, there's a, not a whole bunch of kissing in the movie.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Because that's disgusting.
0: Why is it disgusting?
1: Cuz in the, what ruined what ruined um I used to think kissing was romantic and then I saw uh-huh. and then I watched and then I watched the Blade movie where when they kiss they would look inside their mouths.
0: Oh, yeah, that's very graphic, huh? And then and all of a sudden that happened it seemed in gross. Fuller House. Kissing with tongues happened in Fuller House?
1: Yeah, between Kimmy and um Fernando.
0: Uh, is that her husband? Ex ex-husband. Ex-husband? Ex-husband. husband, ex husband, ex
1: husband, husband, ex husband, boyfriend, husband, ex husband again. Mm. It so was weird.
0: Kiss. So uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know how much kissing is in this movie. I guess we'll find out. I hope there
1: isn't a lot. <laughs> what?
0: Well, all right. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here?
1: Um, if you have never seen this movie, I would recommend watching it and then finishing this podcast.
0: Because we are definitely gonna spoil stuff. Oh yeah. And honestly, if you haven't seen Inner Space, treat yourself. It's a great movie.
1: And hilarious.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, well that that's note, what I've heard. That's what you've I know, because you haven't seen it. Um, but on that note, let's jump out of here and go watch the movie.
1: Bye, people. I'll be opening it up in the post. <laughs> Just to let you know. Jack,
0: you've always been like a son to me. Well, uh, nephew anyway. You've got a great future ahead of you in retail food marketing. I'd I just hate to see you throw it all away by going psycho on us.
1: And we're back! We just finished watching the... We just finished watching the Inner Space movie. Daddy or should I call you Billy? But I know I shall call you Daddy. I'm a
0: hundred percent certain you have used your one for this episode. It's one per episode, not one oh. per segment. Oh, she says. So yes, your question was.
1: What did you think about the movie?
0: I love this movie. I'm a huge fan of it. What did you think about it?
1: I really liked it. Um, I especially liked the um, the the baby. Oh its yeah. Stomach. Yeah. Like. I didn't recognize it at first. It looked like an alien because his eyes were so spread apart. Mhm,
0: mhm. Um, were you surprised to find out that she was pregnant?
1: No, not that much. She, and I remember her hair being messed up, mm-hmm. and everything, and she was mad at him mm-hmm. during the movie. I thought, wait a minute, maybe she was mad because he made her pregnant or something and she was like cause like if you remember she was like no don't go through this Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, when we were watching the movie um, we paused to talk about the relationship breaking up and why what did you say you thought the reason was for their breakup?
1: Because he um, was too Mm self-absorbed
0: I I thought that was a pretty astute observation Um, what do you think Made him so self absorbed. Do you think that he was doing it to be mean? Why? Like, why do you think he was doing it? Mm.
1: I think because, I think because um, because he, a lot of times veterans are like um, working generals or lieutenants mm-hmm. or colonels or whatever. People who oh, serve
0: in the armed forces. Yeah,
1: a lot of times they think that they're so special they can do whatever they want. Like sort of how rich, sort of how rich kids are spoiled.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And what makes you think that?
1: because wait which part the rich kids are spoiled or like him being spoiled
0: no i don't totally understand what you mean about like lieutenants and generals in the like officers in the armed forces what why do you think that
1: i think it's because they have so much power Mm -hmm. and they're so like and they have a lot of responsibilities. They think that they're one of the most important people in the United States or mm. in the world. And, and is so this based
0: on what you've seen in movies?
1: No, not a lot. Well, yeah, some movies.
0: What's another character that kind of makes you think that?
1: Mm, I kind of feel Fernando from Fuller House because it's he's sort of like he's sort of like the kernel of a mm. race car track.
0: Oh, he's spoiled. I see. So bosses. It's less yeah. about military and more about bosses.
1: Yeah, and people who feel they have more power than others. Hmm.
0: Well, it sounds like hmm, it sounds less like it's it's um, it sounds like less what you're talking about is about the military in general, and more what you're talking about is common traits among men. Do you think that that's? more in line I mean because you're talking about how Fernando acts in Fuller House right Mm -hmm. and the common trait there is that uh they're both men yeah not so much that they're in the armed services so men Mm -hmm. often feel as though they are self-important and the center of attention and you've noticed that yeah yeah what do you think about that
1: I see I don't really know Mm -hmm. because I don't see a lot of that
0: Mm. So you don't see it at school or anything when you're there?
1: No, but I hear about it.
0: Hmm. What do you mean by that?
1: I mean like there's some there's some kid in third grade and some kid in fifth grade who has who has parents that are like lieutenants and colonels in the army and they think that they're so important they don't have to do their homework and then if they get bad grades their parents can just forge it into A's.
0: <laughs> so, so you have friends who are using No, the not pa-
1: friends. I there's You just... know of
0: people who use their parents as excuses and get out of jail free cards for doing homework? Yeah. Yeah. And getting
1: back grades on tests.
0: Right, but again, that's not, that's not the military. That's, that's boys and men. Again, it sounds like.
1: It's not. One of them is a. One of them is a girl.
0: Mm, spoiled kids then.
1: Yeah, but I was saying, one of the. I didn't, wasn't getting to my point. My point is they talk about their parents so much that they feel like that they feel like they're mo- the most important.
0: Mm. yeah, like so they're they, just
1: going around doing stuff they want and expecting their parents to be like, nah, we could just put you at a private school at the end of this summer and you could just start over
0: mm-hmm. and does that cause problems or challenges for you at school?
1: No. Especially because they're in different grades.
0: Hmm. Why do you find it so frustrating?
1: Because I feel like that being that being powerful in smartness is better than being powerful and just in particular.
0: Mm, like, I'm not sure if you're using that word right. What do you mean by in particular?
1: I mean like in general. Uh-huh. So like a lot of people feel they have... So like when I was talking about they feel they have power... Because their parents are important.
0: Okay, I see.
1: I feel that being smart, because you can't be like a lieutenant or a colonel or Mm -hmm. a general Mm -hmm. in the army if you don't have good records on your work.
0: Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a successful person, you have to be smart. And you have to rely on yourself and not on your parents, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You can't trade on somebody else's reputation. You have to be the person that you're going to be. Yeah. Hmm. That's very interesting. Uh, Do you have anything else that you want to say about that in particular?
1: Um, People out there who feel they aren't strong, but there's because people call them nerds because they're smart. Mm You you're you're more powerful than them because you because you're smart.
0: Mm -hmm. Brains over brawn. Yeah. As the expression. What's brawn? I, I'm making a muscles? strong man gesture. Yeah, yeah. Brains over power. Yeah, I suppose it's important. It's important to use your brain. It's important to be smart at the stuff that's going on around you. There's and it's definitely a key part of life and success.
1: The only job that lets that lets you not have to be smart is no job at all.
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um so when she when she broke it off with him for being self-absorbed do you think she made the right choice
1: yeah yeah but then i thought but then again two months later he was way more he was way more focused on other people than he was about himself
0: Mm. so you think he changed a lot in those two months
1: yeah especially because he really liked her and Mm. then he left and I'm pretty sure he knew that she left him for not being self-absorbed and mm-hmm. doing do, doing some things that she didn't like.
0: Mm-hmm. like. Like going to parties and drinking and getting in fights and being irresponsible. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose, too, if she was thinking about the fact that she was pregnant, she's wondering, well, wait, how am I going to raise a kid with a guy who likes to go out to parties and get drunk and... Behave like a child. I can't have two children. <laughs> I need two parents and one child to start. You think? Yeah. And so you think he changes by the end of the movie?
1: mm mm-hmm. He's more by the by the end of the movie, cause like you don't hear him talk a lot about himself. He mm-hmm. only talk. He, the only part he's talking about himself is when Jack is asking him what he's like, mm-hmm. what he looks like, and all that. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really talk about himself norm, normally when he's uh, sad. And Jack mm-hmm. doesn't ask those questions. He's normally helping Jack do things that he couldn't have done.
0: Do you know? Yeah, I I think yeah, I think that's right. And I think that's one of the things that I love about the movie is because, like you said, um, he's so self-important and self-absorbed at the beginning of the movie. I love that the big idea, the big idea of this movie is to take a guy with a really big ego, a big head, thinks very much of himself, and shrink him down to as small as he could possibly be so that he has to rely on somebody else. And I think he learns lessons while he's doing that. And I like that little flip. I have flip. a
1: relation. Okay. From, in, the, in the end of Mal, In the end of... Um, in the end of Descendants One, mm-hmm. um, Mal's mother. Hang on. She,
0: Descendants is a Disney-owned show about yes, the children of, of Disney villains and princesses, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. All right. So Descendants One. Just
1: Des, at the end of Descendants One. Spoilers. Mal, yes, spoilers. So if you're a kid and you haven't <laughs> seen Descendants, or if you're an adult and you haven't seen a dead set descendants and mm-hmm. you want to you probably might want to because again we give a lot of spoilers about movies
0: alright yeah, that's true
1: so um, at the end of Mal, Mal- Descendants 1 mm-hmm. Mal which is one of the main characters mm-hmm. turns says a spell that says shrink to the size of the love in your heart shrink to the size of the love in your heart shrink to the size of the love in your heart and the love in her heart is the size of a pea yeah And so, my relation is, like when you said, turn a guy who's so self-absorbed in how he looks and how other people think of him and shrink him to the size of what he, of how he feels about him, about he feels about others, Mm -hmm. I kind of had the relation, it meets up in the shrinking of how, it meets up in the shrinking of how, um... Of how much something they had. Yeah. They don't have the relation of not having a big heart, or, well, sort of they do. Because
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he has
1: a big heart about himself, she has a big heart about even evil. Yeah. By the way, when I say she, I'm not talking about Mal, I'm talking about Maleficent.
0: Right, right, right. I think that's a really good comparison. I like that a lot. I think it's very fitting and very similar to the message that they were kind of going for in this movie
1: and sometimes we give morals i -hmm. think the moral of this story was if you was okay so this i'm gonna make one i'm gonna make one real moral and then one in like the movie world (laughs) i'm gonna say the first one okay if you don't want to be shrunk don't be a big don't be a big (laughs) a-s-s-h-o-l-e okay (laughs)
0: okay I don't know what I thought you were going to say, but it definitely wasn't that. All right, so what is the movie moral?
1: The movie moral is, you should, is, um... Wait, I just said the movie moral. Oh,
0: that's that's the movie moral. What's the other moral?
1: The other moral, like, in re, like to help you with real-life scenarios, is, um, if you want to be in a relationship with someone, if you want to be able to succeed in life, um, I actually have two. The first one is you've got to be smart if you want to succeed in life, have sure. a relationship, have kids, mm-hmm. all of that. You need to be smart to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. You need to be smart to even have a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is if you want to be able to be one of the... Like some people want to be some of the most important in the world. Okay. If you want to be the most important in the world, you first have to have to rely on You first have to rely on others and your smartness mm-hmm. and not how you look and others feel about you.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. If you want to be the most important person in the world, the first thing that you have to do is make the rest of the world the most important thing to you. Yeah. I love it. I think that's great. I think that's absolutely great.
1: And you have to be smart.
0: How do you think one becomes smart?
1: Um, really just getting A's or B's. A's, B's, or C's.
0: What's the secret to getting good grades and being smart? Study. Yeah. Practice? Yeah. You have to...
1: Or if you're some of these people who... If you're some people... Like my... um, my search no not search teacher, my guidance teacher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she comes into the classroom. She said she gave us like a like a paper, mm-hmm. like a worksheet and set in it we would and we would check off boxes and whichever had the most is the best way to study. So there's hearing, which you like to hear the person talking and then memorize it in your head. Mm-hmm you like to visualize learn it through your eyes mm-hmm. or you like to do both mm-hmm. you like to hear the teacher talk you like to hear it and then visualize it mm-hmm. i like hearing and visualizing because mm-hmm. it's easier for me to memorize that way mm-hmm. so and then in, and then on the back side it said which is best for you memorizing being studying every day mm-hmm. or just not studying at all and don't even memorize anything mm-hmm. She said the worst is to never study, Mm -hmm. the best is to study every day, Mm -hmm. and what could get some people somewhere, people who have big, higher IQs, like, if you don't know what an IQ is, an IQ is, like, how smart you are, right?
0: I guess. I don't know how much stock I put in IQs, but I kind of, I understand your point.
1: So... depending on how smart you are, some people are able to memorize it in their head and be able to just look it over in their head. Sometimes it'll fail a couple times, but it won't be like, I don't know anything. I forgot to study.
0: But that's, I mean, but that goes back to your original point, right? About studying and understanding about, you know, relying on other people or other people's opinions of you and all that sort of stuff. And it comes down to, You have to learn how your brain absorbs information. And then you have to do whatever you need to do in order to learn better, right? Because you could be different from me. Like you were just saying, how many different kinds of learning styles are there, right? And, um, you know, people have issues uh, or challenges with the way that they learn or process information. And some of those things aren't changeable for them. And so they have to learn how to work with their brain. And be the best at using it as they possibly can. I mean, I think that's the key to being smart at the end of the day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so we talked quite a bit about the story and the morals, uh, which I think are wonderful in the movie. I really enjoy them for that.
1: Next is the character designs. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I think we talked a little bit about the character design. So, I mean, well, we definitely talked about, um, Tuck, right? That's his mm-hmm. name, uh, Dennis Quaid's character's name, the pilot. He's yeah. Tuck. Yeah, is that we talked about Tuck, Tuck
1: or Puck. I think it's Tuck.
0: Yeah, I'm because the worst. Puck to character is the names. character name. <laughs> um, but then we haven't talked about Martin Short's character. Do you did you enjoy his journey in the movie?
1: The Martin Short character was Jack, right?
0: Yeah, the one who was the guy on the outside, not the guy in the spaceship that gets miniaturized.
1: In the drill, and and then he kills the other guy. Yeah, with yeah. Acid. Yeah, no. But I'm just glad that he didn't go through all of that to beat glass. <laughs> because if he did, then both of them would have.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, Martin Short earns his transformation by the end of the movie, where he stops being afraid of things around him?
1: Mm-hmm. I have one thing that I think ha- that I think I got. During the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure if this is correct, but I kind of feel like the only reason he went in there is because you saw he was very famous and money wise. I bet he was so self absorbed. And I bet the reason Tuck or Puck changed is because he saw how being self absorbed can turn you into a very bad person. Hmm. And then he changed himself so one, he could have a better life, mm-hmm. and two, Two, he could learn about how his brain works and everything. And three, he wouldn't wind up being some rich man who gets killed with stomach acid when you're miniaturized. <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, what did you think about the look of the movie?
1: I thought it was pretty cool, but I didn't get to finish my statement about
0: oh, that. I'm sorry.
1: And so I think the only reason he wanted to go in there and kill the pilot and everything is because he wanted more money when, mm. he, are, when he was already very famous. Yeah. The only thing he cares about is fame.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And and cuz like you remember in most of the movie he would be talking on the phone and be like, "Well, hurry your ah. Well, hurry ya, Well, here you. Well, hurry up. Mm-hmm. I got to get this thing done so that I can be the richest man of the world." So, hurry. Ya. So, hurry <laughs> your butt up. Slam. <laughs> the phone back in. Yeah. But it's pretty accurate. I just didn't say any of the curse words.
0: No, that's true. And definitely distrust the super rich. I don't know that they always have the best of intentions in mind.
1: But some people, like, um, like...
0: Do you think that you can be super rich and be a good person?
1: Yeah, because it it takes two. The story is that this man, this one man, had his heart took, had his heart taken by a woman who who died right after his daughter was born. Sad. It takes two. Yeah. I just forgot his name. Okay. He had Alyssa uh-huh. and that I kind of for some reason I kind of feel like that I was saying a bad word. Alyssa. <laughs>
0: That's a name. It's not a bad word.
1: Sounds like one.
0: Alright. Um, let's talk about the look of the movie. What did you think about that?
1: Um, I thought that it was pretty cool. My favorite part was the character designs, like mm-hmm. cowboy's black hair. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part was when he, was when it would like move his face around to change the different faces.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't see cause this is not a visual thing, but Clara is really just smushing her face around right now <laughs> with her hands. This, are you, are you injuring yourself? That doesn't no, look like a it. doesn't good. hurt. Okay. Because
1: I'm just binging my skin oh yeah not my muscles or my bones i see so you're just mushing your face all the way around But i can feel my bones
0: yep yeah i think your cheekbone is moving right now (laughs) oh no oh no oh no I love the the scene where um, the face he does, like Martin Short. I love the transition from like Martin Short pulling all of his silly faces to I think what I assume has to be like a robotic head with little flappy facial features. Because they have some shots of his lip going like flipping way up and out from his mouth and stuff.
1: Like <laughs> this?
0: Yeah. What do you think of the miniaturization stuff when they were showing inside of his body? Did you buy that that um, Dennis Quaid was floating around inside the body?
1: Mm. Not that much. No. It didn't look. Didn't look like it, right? It didn't look right because when he was in the um, the because when he first starts with all mm-hmm. the yellow bubbles, mm-hmm. everything that is um, your that is your um, your system.
0: I don't think it that was the have... immune system. I think when where he gets injected, you can see those yellow bubbles. Those are fat cells.
1: Yeah, true. But when he gets closer up, he's like mm-hmm. here somewhere, yeah. and that's somewhere where your um, immune indigen- system immune system is. And we never saw that because I remember him going through like a tube.
0: Oh, so you mean like, what if there were like white blood cells chasing him down in the course of the movie that he had to get away yeah, there from? there should have
1: been white blood cells because most white blood cells would think that you were bad if you weren't, if you weren't either white or red.
0: Right. So you're in it. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, purple. What's purple?
1: Purple is a purple is the medicine.
0: Oh, I see. I got and I got
1: well, purple sometimes it's not always purple. There's sometimes it's purple medicine, but then other times. Um, there's actually, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like this purple, um, germ, it's like this purple germ thing that fights off other germs to help hmm. the immune system. It's a germ that kills germs, if you get what I mean.
0: No, I get what you mean. I just don't, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about though. I mean, I get what you mean. I just, I don't know what that would be. It's like,
1: it's like a purple ball with a whole bunch of purple. Spinies? Yes. Huh. It's sort of like a white ball, but it's just purple.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool.
1: And then the medicine, it it'll whether it's blue or pink or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always gonna go in the immune system as red or blue.
0: Hmm. Or right.
1: purple. But most likely red or blue.
0: Okay. Um, well what else would you like to say about the movie?
1: Um, I wanna say that the last scene where like this credits are coming down and he's chasing the limo mm-hmm. because he saw that cowboy. Mm-hmm. But what I don't get is why they left the guys like that. Like, why didn't it shrink them all the way to the size of a pea?
0: Uh, because when they're struggling uh, to figure out how to use the bad guy's shrinker, they turn a knob down that says to, it's a shrink ratio and they turn it to 50% um so they just didn't turn the knob down as far as they did for the other ones
1: maybe because maybe like when you were saying earlier shrink to the side like when i was saying earlier shrink to the size of the love of your heart yeah maybe they have a little love for each other Maybe maybe they have a little maybe they had a little love and it's just at the bottom of their heart
0: or maybe it's just funny to watch uh somebody get shrunk down to half their size and have to walk around yeah, they it look does look like, like a kid they look like children right yeah
1: except they have super <laughs> small hands
0: their hands are so weird in the car too when they show him reaching around and grabbing and covering his eyes it looks to me like somebody had little puppet arms on sticks and they reached <laughs> around to the side
1: I wonder if that was what happened because I don't think they could get a kid that had hands that small no I agree I don't think baby. those
0: were real hands at all yeah um, anything else Um. did you enjoy the movie Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think your point about watching Small Soldiers is a good idea. Um, if you don't remember it, we should definitely watch it. I enjoy that one. And, you know, Joe Dante also did a movie called Gremlins. Um, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I got... Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we we're worried about some ambient noise because uh, there's... Thumping you know, upstairs. Because
1: yeah. we have... Because I have... Two little sisters mm-hmm. and a mom.
0: Yeah, that's Why right. Why I
1: have a mom? Yeah. Well, <laughs> some people don't have moms. It happens. Some, t- some people don't have dads.
0: Um, some people have two. Yeah, some people have two dads. Some people have two moms. Some people have no parents. Some people have a grandma or an auntie.
1: Some people have foster yeah. parents. Yeah. Foster brothers, sisters. Yeah. But all of my parents are for real. Right now,
0: as far as you know, I'm real. Um, but then we should watch small soldiers, we should watch gremlins. Uh, we should also watch The Burbs, which is about a scary family that moves into like a residential neighborhood like ours, and uh, the neighbors suspect something bad about them and they become obsessed and try, excuse me, and investigate them, and mayhem breaks out. It's a pretty great comedy.
1: Is it, is this, is the daughters or sons bad? Or is so it no. just the parents?
0: Uh, uh, it's, no, I guess their sons, their family. Um, but yeah, the whole family is questionable. But who knows if they're good or bad? You gotta watch the movie to find out. But it's got Tom Hanks in it. Do you know Tom Hanks?
1: Yeah, didn't he play, um, didn't he play the guy who thought that, um, that thought that, um, the, the, the dumb spy. They always thought that he was a dumb spy. They, they always thought that he was a spy. But he Russia. wasn't? Yeah, but he wasn't. They thought it was supposed to be, he thought it was supposed to be like a weird scenario.
0: Oh, a play. Yeah. yeah a real life theater. Um, the Man Who Knew Too Little. Yes. Yes. Um, have you? Did you watch that?
1: Yeah. We, I watched it with you. You watched that with me? Mm-hmm. I don't think we did it as a podcast, but...
0: No, definitely not. No, that's a shame. That's a good movie. That guy is Bill Murray, not Tom Hanks. Oh. Yeah. I think
1: I've seen Tom Hanks before. You've
0: watched Toy Story, right? Yeah. Tom Hanks is the voice of Woody in Toy Story.
1: Oh, then yes, I have seen him. Yeah. Well, heard him. Yeah. Does he have brown hair?
0: Um, Because if he does, I think
1: I've seen him in another movie.
0: Black hair, maybe? I don't... Claire, I don't know. I'm not... I guess it depends on what he's in. I think he usually has black hair.
1: I thought I saw him in the movie once. Yeah. Or maybe it might be Bill Murray. If they like All right. to say.
0: Well, sort I think of. we've said everything that we have to say about this particular movie and we've Wait, got some ideas for the future.
1: The, we forgot about the screen title, Inner Space.
0: Right. What were we meant to talk about Inner Space again? I forget. Why, we,
1: why it's called Inner Space if oh. they're not going into space. Oh, that's
0: right. So before... When we watched the trailer... Claire said, Why is this movie even called Inner Space? What does that mean? And then at the end of the movie you said, I think I figured out why it's called inner space. But you didn't say why you thought, so why do you think?
1: I think it's called inner space because his because Jack's body is mm-hmm. a space and mm-hmm. he's inside it mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like and a lot and sometimes inner means small. Mm-hmm. So in a small space mm-hmm. or in in a small place called Jack's body. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think and it's they also- didn't want to
1: call it that, but I think a better name for it would have been mini- miniature miniature
0: miniaturization. Yeah, I like. I think inner space is a play. Well, it's like you said though, the way you described it, yes, accurate. But I, I think it's also a play on outer space. Like if you're an astronaut, you go to outer space, and you know, the uh, Tuck wanted to be an astronaut and be a, a a pilot like that, but he couldn't have it, and so instead he went to inner space (laughs) all right uh well why don't you go ahead and close this one out and throw it to me over on the other side
1: okay um i am gonna say see you next time i just wish that i could start up your segment
0: yeah because you want to take over everything
1: i don't want to take over everything (laughs) bye peeps
0: come on where the hell's the picture come on All
1: right, Oz! It's not Oz, who the hell is that? Where's the lab technicians? Where's the lab? Would the bugs just stand up? What's going on here? This can't be. I'm in a man. I'm in a strange man, I'll be a son of a bitch. I'm in a strange man, surrounded by strangers in a strange room.
0: And we're back on the other side. Uh, wow. W- what a conversation that was. Um, oh my gosh. That was wild. Uh, I could not have been more surprised if, in the. Because we, at the start of the, the movie, uh, you know, that interaction um, with Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan ends in her leaving him. And we. Paused the movie because she said is that his sister or his girlfriend and I said well that's his girlfriend and she said oh is she breaking up with him she asked and I said yeah it looks that way uh, and I said why do you think that and then boom immediately uh, onto that uh, which I thought was fantastic and extremely well observed and I was super proud uh, of her that was amazing um, I think that she totally got this movie and not just like understood what was going on in terms of the, the plot points, the major plot points, you know, like she understood character motivations. Um, she understood, uh, the undertones, you know, the, the, the themes of the movie and the character arcs. I, I mean, wow, like she got this movie. Uh, so I'm really excited to show more Joe Dante films, um, because I, I think that that, um, like, I think that that's one of the things that makes Joe Dante the master that he is, is that he's really good at telling stories that are totally graspable, uh, yet completely engaging. Um And I think that that really makes for a perfect storm, uh, especially for like kids like Claire's age, who can then watch a movie and totally get the entirety of the message being offered to them. That's absolutely fascinating, neat and wonderful. And uh, boy, what a home run. I really enjoyed that. Uh, so definitely, uh, we will watch The Burbs, uh, maybe Gremlins, uh, maybe Small Soldiers. Um, I think we'll definitely be working our way through the Joe Dante filmography. I don't know how many of them will be podcast episodes, but like Gremlins is, is probably a good podcast episode. Eh, all of them. I mean, any of Joe Dante's movies are good podcast episodes. That's. I think that's one of the challenges that I've been having with this project in general, is that I feel like... Um, it's, it's just kind of going with the flow of things and sort of feeling where Claire is at and where I'm at and just kind of testing out the situation and I wonder if there shouldn't be more structure to the selection process but I don't want it to be like a class you know I want to what I'm really trying to replicate with this is the experience that Claire and I already have watching the movies I mean because that's when we sit down to watch movies together, which we have done before the podcast, you know, we watch the movie, she asks questions to the course of it, we pause, we talk about it. Um, and then when the movie's done, we continue to do that. And I like the natural flow of that because a lot of those movies that we wound up watching together, you know, I would just have them on and she would come out and talk. And I think that she's the most accustomed to that. And I think that that helps keep her in her element where it keeps her focused and engaged and interested in enjoying what we're doing. Um, But on the other hand, you know, this is a project about exploring boundaries, and maybe there should be something systematic about that. I don't totally know. Uh, And then on the the third hand, I also don't know how, uh, you know, you all as listeners would feel about uh, us recording um, three or four movies in a row by the same director or starring the same actor, um, you know, or in the same franchise. Like that was my reluctance to just jump right onto Terminator Two or even Terminator Three, which she's really loving that series, and I think that they're very interesting to talk about and different enough that it's engaging. But I I felt like maybe that would be Terminator Overload or Blade Overload. Um, so it's it's challenging. It's challenging to pick the ones that should be for the podcast, and uh, it's challenging to to find a way to you know preserve the ability for her to engage and and to um also at the same time systematically expand her ability to contextualize stuff but boy i tell you what uh, she's a real natural at drawing comparisons uh, i love the stuff with descendants and uh about the spell about shrinking down to the size of the love in your heart amazing fantastic stuff absolutely fantastic um, so I don't have much else to say other than that tonight. I, I think Claire crushed it. Uh, and I think uh, that that enjoyment and that ability to get it is, is really kind of answers the mail on that front. Uh, so I think to that end, we'll go ahead and close that out this time. And we'll go ahead and close out this episode, I mean to say. And uh, if you are not following us on the Twitters, uh, you can follow Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventure uh, on Twitter at B-A-C-E-A Podcast. Uh, and you can follow me personally at WB das on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Letterboxd. Uh, and I think on Letterboxd, I'll probably start a list of the movies that we've been watching uh, and maybe post some links in the letterbox thing to that. So, you know, if you guys... Uh, are enjoying the podcast, uh, that could be something that you can grab and then show to somebody else to help kind of introduce them to what's going on and they can pick and choose where they want to start from there. So I'll I'll start working on putting that together. Um, As always, uh, Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventure is an In the Mouth of Darkness production. And you can follow that podcast at it modcast on Twitter, and you can go to facebook.com/slash itmodcast and like and follow the page there. Uh, and you can follow the rest of the dorks: uh, Brad Gellickson at Mouth Dork on all social medias. You can follow Lisa Gellickson at Sidewalk Siren on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow her at Baked Dork. Uh, you can follow uh, Brian Young uh, at The Turtle Dork on Twitter, at The Turtle Dork One on Instagram uh and jeez i still haven't learned which facebook page it is my gosh i i'm i still haven't learned it but i'm pretty sure it's brian b young on facebook Mm, i messed it up um and then as always uh, you can follow uh darren the disco dork smith uh at the disco dork on all social medias and that'll do it for this time until next time (laughs) I'm a local cow hen from the EO Grin But my leg's not full And my face not thin I'm a cowboy who's never seen a cow I can't rope cause I don't know how And I'm not for to start learning how You the I go high